everyone and welcome back to the Live Big Podcast with me, Ananda Kate. And we're headed into season five of this podcast. So thank you for being along on the journey with me. If you're new here, welcome. And we're going to dive into some prayer poetry. We're going to talk a little bit about the season of Pisces that we are currently in. And um, see where that takes us, what messages we're going to take in today. And uh, it's the evening for me. So I'm just taking it easy, going with the flow and meditating. And um, I have lots to share. So let's grab a tea and dive in. Welcome, welcome back. I'm so happy to be back on the podcast once again for season five, I believe it is. And um, yeah, it's going to be a really, really great uh, episode today. Um, We have a lot going on. I love Pisces season, even though it is a watery sign, so it's very emotional. Um, It's really about that romantic energy how can you make life more romantic um it it, and it's about fantasy right the the pisces uh sign and essence is it represents the dream state so that's why it is in february and march which ultimately it's a symbol it's connected to the symbol of the sacral chakra which is just below the navel the orange chakra which is the portal to the dream state, um, our opinions about life, understanding who we are. So it's a lot about reflection. It's really integral um, to spirituality and the third eye and opening up to seeing things in, with a new life in beginner's eyes. And... Pisces is the most, the highest elevated and ascended sign spiritually. So I like to call people who are Pisces, (laughs) they can be kind of like that Zen Buddha type energy, um, the quiet confidence in the room. They don't share a lot unless they are going to say something that they feel is truly important in saying um they won't give advice until they are asked a few times and so i really love this energy because and i respect this energy because it is that quiet confidence um it doesn't boast it doesn't need a lot in order to be of service right um and there's a lot to be learned from pisces signs so if you know somebody who is a pisces um i strongly urge you to get to know them and learn from them um now pisces can be a little bit you know wishy-washy obviously they have a hard time making decisions quickly um, because they are so flowy of a sign And um, that can be, you know, for somebody like me who's a cardinal sign or somebody who is 
a fire sign who tends to make decisions. When we make decisions, uh, we kind of go in that direction pretty quickly. Um, it can be a little bit unnerving. It can be uh, confusing and somewhat annoying sometimes because we want them to make a decision. We want them to also say what they're feeling. But the thing about water signs, and I think people have this misconception about them, is that yes, water signs are emotional, but very rarely will they show that emotion to other people. They They hold their emotions close to their heart. They actually don't hold their emotions on their sleeve most of the time Um, but they are the most emotional in terms of they can feel the most they they take things to heart more they take things more personally because they're closer to the emotion side of life but what is the whole purpose of living life without emotion without that feeling of emotion There is no point to life if you're not experiencing feeling. So that's why they're so spiritually ascended is because they are the closest to their emotions. But they aren't, um, being human does not come naturally to them. So if they are uh, expected to communicate their emotions, it takes them a long time to evolve to get to that place where they can clearly express their emotions from the heart. And a lot of Pisces actually um, come across as somewhat um, not willing to be vulnerable, not willing to dive deep with you because they're so scared of showing their emotions and getting hurt because it's almost like they are so overwhelmed by their emotions that they have this fear that if they're going to open up and show those emotions, that they're going to overwhelm the entire world around them, right? And so they hold their emotions close to their heart. But the beautiful, and that that's, you know, something to learn from them as well as, you know, not to express or over share Um, That's something to learn from them is what not to share, what not to say, and also when to listen. They're great listeners. Um, the, The beautiful thing that I personally love about the energy of Pisces is that it is a dream state fantasy sign. So they love to daydream. They love music usually. They love poetry, they love philosophy, they love to think about life in this really beautiful, light, glorious um, fantasy uh, way because they, they live in their heads a lot and they tend to stay there. <laughs> That's why they kind of have a hard time making decisions because Pisces is not a mass it's not a masculine energy sign it's a feminine energy sign which is very much about that flow state the dream state the fantasizing state the calm state the creative state but 
it's not so much about the doing, it's about the being. So that's why we can learn a lot from Pisces, is because we learn from them by them, by witnessing them. They are that. They already are a calm energy. They're not telling you how to be a calm energy. They just are that. And then you kind of want to be that way around them. But they don't really have that energy unless they have a fire moon, like an Aries moon or something like that, to push those dreams out into reality. They have a hard time doing that and they have a hard time focusing that energy. What should I be doing? What should I be focusing on? Um, if they have a lot of Pisces energy, they're going to be really flowy, moving from one creative aspect to another creative aspect. Um, maybe having too many hobbies and not focusing on one thing for a long period of time, therefore not becoming super, um, uh, of an, like not becoming an expert at it because they're not focusing on it for a really long time. But if you dive into this season, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because we are currently in the Pisces season, you can feel into the Pisces season every day. It's not just Pisces sun sign people who are affected by, by the Pisces season. It's all of us, right? So what are you gaining from this season? What are you feeling every morning? How is how are you allowing like open up to that channel, open up to that that portal that the Pisces can offer you? What can this essence offer you today? And the essence that it offers me personally, it's going to be different for everybody, but it offers me a really light energy where I feel really calm. I feel really clear in my head. Like I'm not, I don't feel like this essence is an emotional sign in the aspect that it clouds my brain. You know what I mean? Like I have this really clear and calm outlook on life from, from the energy of Pisces. But I feel a lot. I feel nostalgic. I feel like music hits me differently. I feel a lot more from the words. I'm really guided towards writing more at this time. Um, reading more poetry and taking baths, treating myself with love, extra care. But mainly I always feel calm much more calm in the Pisces season so I ask you what do you feel in this season usually and um, it's going to be different every year but what is it right now for you and allow this essence to guide you you know open up and just stay curious about it because every season teaches us something and um, you'll notice if you, if you witness the astrological seasons, we go from one sign that is trying to move energy to one sign that is more mutable, more calm, is not trying to move energy. It's more stable. And I would call the Pisces energy more steady, more stable in that it's not trying to move energy really 
Like there's not a fire moving it or air moving it. You know, it is, it is, but it's lighter. It's not like earth. Um, but it's more of a steady flow of energy. So you can enjoy the Pisces season because it, it is that energy that allows us to be lighter, to be calmer, and to really enjoy the juiciness, <laughs> the, the beauty, the fantasy, the daydreaming side of who we all are. There's all a side to each and every one of us that has that. And that's the beauty of Pisces. So I hope that you you gain some insight from that. And we just came out of a new moon in Pisces recently. So um, noticing what you may have gained from that. I noticed a lot of past nostalgic um, events coming up in my mind. Not necessarily like analyzing them or anything like that. But just noticing, like, why is this pocket in my brain opening right now? Like, it's like I've been holding on subconsciously to that. It's just been sitting in there. And now it's coming up. It's like this story or this situation that came up, you know, when I was in grade 7 or grade 8 or grade 9 or college. And they've just kind of been, like, bubbling up to the surface and releasing. And it's been really great to not analyze them or fix them or attach myself to them but just witness and be like oh that's really interesting that 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 thought came up into my head or that I was thinking about that person and I haven't thought about them in a long time or really random <laughs> certain things popping up and that's kind of what what's been going on for me but I've also been focusing a lot on my root chakra because I've I'm hosting a um, Chakra Experience certification series right now that's seven weeks and we just started on the root chakra. So that's part of it too and you know it's never one answer, it's usually a recipe of thing, energy go, happening at one time. Um, but uh, I love tapping into all of it. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at and also... Um, really feeling into that energy that um, wanting to be okay alone I really feel that Pisces offers us this insight and that's why I I also see this energy as a Buddha Zen like energy because it's trying to teach us how to be okay alone and not just okay but enjoying that time with ourselves almost befriending ourselves right and um i i feel like a lot of us tend to reach out for other people especially when we aren't happy being alone when we don't want to be alone but it's that energy of surrendering to um, being okay with that and, and befriending yourself so that when you feel left out or when you feel like um, you don't have a lot of friends or you don't have a good support system or like you don't have a lot of that 
or maybe it's just a quiet time in your life where you're maybe changing your friendships or you're changing your relationships that there's so much more elevation that can happen when you are alone a lot of the time and I I know that there's times for connection I know that there's times where we can do a lot of healing and a lot of a lot of that good stuff comes from connection but remember that spiritual spirituality and spiritual work is about reflection not projection so if we're reaching out for a friend base or a friend group or anything like that it's it's usually coming from a place of I'm not okay on my own so I'm reaching out for that to fill fill a void in some way right so I urge you or I invite you to think about that a little bit Um, feel into you know when you when you're really wanting um to be invited to things or you feel left out surrender that and come back to what can I do to support myself in this moment how can I really love myself right now and create a moment for myself right now that feels supported and comforting and loving and fun and just have fun with who I am as a person right now whatever that is have fun with it or be comforted by it how does that feel and can you connect to the universe in that moment you know maybe a higher power because that's what the Pisces energy is teaching us how to be good on our own and feel like our own best parent where we can be comforted so I'm going to dive into the book Going, Go In and In by Dana Foltz. It's one of my favorite books. And we haven't gone through every prayer yet. So I would love to just see what message pops up today. Well, okay, so this goes on. I, I just open up to a page... I don't plan this, but I just opened up to a page and the poem is called One. So this kind of, it goes with what I was just saying. One. Within us lie the answers to our deepest questions and the antidote for all our fears. The divine is not an abstraction. It's as clear and intimate as a heartbeat or a whisper. We are penetrated, caressed, cell by cell and synapse by synapse with the same love that set the galaxies to spinning. No matter how identified we've become with mind and body, we can release the thoughts that blind us to the truth. Seek the still point where the words you and I lose meaning, where we meet and merge as one.
And I just want to end with this last uh, prayer on the next page. It's just kind of like an interlude. And the voice spoke in the twilight, for I will carry you across the wide river of life and see you safely to the other side. Be unafraid and joyous. On this shared journey, you will see miracles. You will know sadness. The heart of your heart will be glad. And at times, you will suffer. But there won't be a single moment when you'll stray from the path. If you could only believe that right now, this moment is a part of the journey. Perhaps you'd see the futility of worry and despair. I will carry you, no matter if you find the way easy and safe or rife with danger and impossibility. I will keep you in the presence of God and in the light of truth. This is my covenant with you. I speak soul to soul and I say only what is true. And with that, the night went back to stillness. So the messages that come up there again is that we're all connected. We're never alone, truly. We're never alone. The universe, God, energy, spirit guides, whatever you want to call it, is always there with us. It's always guiding us. It's always watching us. It's always listening to us. And it's not necessarily listening to our words, but it's listening to our current heart state. And where we are at currently in our lives is a direct reflection of where we are at in our heart state right now. And so I always look around me when I feel helpless or if I feel down or sad. And I remember what I'm grateful for. And I know that people say this all the time, but if you can be in the energy of gratitude then you're free because in the energy of gratitude there are no burdens and it reminds us that our heart state has created we've already manifested some pretty incredible things 
We just need to focus on them more and appreciate them more. And then when we can focus and appreciate on those things, then we attract more abundance. And so I always look back in my life and I just go, wow, holy cow, <laughs> because I, it's so apparent to me that I have always been supported. No matter what I went through, no matter where I was, no matter what situation I was in, I personally, and I'm not talking about everybody, but I know that I was always supported in the best way possible by the universe. And I don't know what that, what I did to earn that. I don't know why my life is this blessed and beautiful and glorious, but at least I have the appreciation and the awareness that it is blessed and that I have always been supported. I don't know, you know, sometimes I come on the podcast and I wish that, I don't wish, but I'm like, uh, I don't have a lot of stories to share in terms of, you know, oh, I went through this or I went through that. Yeah, we all go through things, you know, but I never went in my life. I never went through anything that was super traumatic on the scale from one to 10, to be honest. I mean, I went through things, but I wouldn't ever say that I went through anything that didn't teach me anything, that I didn't learn from. And maybe that's the difference, you know? When I was younger, I used to say, oh my God, you know, I grew up in this family that was so horrible and blah, 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 blah. And it's, you know, because when you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s, you just kind of like embellish things a lot. But now, because I have context around things and I learned from them and I healed healed some of the things that I thought were horrible and you know I have a different perception of things I know how blessed I am you know I was always supported I was always guided in my life at the time yeah when I was younger I thought oh this is horrible because when you're young you feel like everything is life and death and if I don't get to go to a party on Friday I'm just gonna lose all my friends and be alone forever or I'm never gonna be able to do anything or you know when you're in your 20s and you go through your first breakup or whatever you just feel like oh I'm gonna be alone for the rest of my life and I lost so much and da 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 or whatever it is it's always an extreme black and white version when you're younger and when you get older you just start to see like shade all the shades of gray all the sh- all the colors in between and start to know that there's just so many pathways that you could head down and it's just about making one choice one choice could change your life or one choice could um one choice made by you if you trust your decisions could make all the difference you know and so I don't know, like, sometimes I feel overwhelmed because I feel so um, guided by the universe and I feel like, like I was going on a walk tonight and I just had this moment of like, yeah, I went through some 
some stuff when I was younger, but if I hadn't gone through it, I wouldn't be where I am now. And that's just the bottom line. Yeah, I made the decision and I made the choice to do certain things to get to where I am, that's for sure. But I wouldn't have even had the opportunity to make those choices or those decisions if I hadn't hit rock bottom or if I hadn't, you know, gone through difficult situations in my life. And so I'm ultimately incredibly grateful for those moments but because I think it's because I got out on the other side of them you know obviously and I feel for those who don't get out on the other side but I also believe that our souls before we came here asked to learn in a certain way I truly believe that I believe that everybody who is everybody's going on their own journey their own path in life and that's how their soul asked to learn and elevate and so that's the path that they've they are going on everybody learns through different situations in different ways right some people choose not to learn in this lifetime necessarily they don't they're not ready to learn a lot they're not ready to evolve a lot i call those and a lot of people call them young souls they are young souls they they will go through this life with very little discomfort very little awakening because it's just not their time. It's not their time to go through those difficult awakenings. Awakenings are not easy. They're not cushy. Once you get through them, yes, life is much, much, much more bright and um, vivid and more deep feeling because you are able to experience that. But, you know, then there's people that you'll see that don't go through a lot and those people are just not ready to to change or elevate or transform necessarily or break generational trauma or be the ones in the family to be that black sheep that feels the discomfort in order to elevate and then there's other people that go through these incredible hardships in their lifetime that we can't some of most of us can't even fathom we couldn't even imagine what that would be like because it's just so traumatic um but again everybody's trauma is their own you know and you can't compare trauma because when you don't know a certain type of trauma how can you compare your own to it all we know is our own trauma right but I believe that the people that go through the hardest traumas um, in terms of like just extreme violence, extreme abuse, extreme uh, addiction, um, just uncontrollable things that might happen, that they too have learned. They have asked, their souls have asked to learn that and that their souls are in a place right now where they need to learn those lessons 
and that's the only way that they're going to be able to learn. I believe that. I have complete trust in the universe and the bigger plan and that there is a bigger plan and that we all are going through our own journeys in order to elevate spiritually, energetically, whatever you want to call it, ascend. And um, in that way, everything is as it should be. Does that mean we give up on each other or just say, well, that's, that's how you were meant to learn, so I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to let you learn. No, not necessarily. I mean, obviously, God works through people and we need to help each other out, right? But we don't need to take on other people's energy so much. And I think that's where this message is taking me. We are all one. We are all connected. We're all a piece, a tiny, tiny piece of this bigger picture an infinite picture basically (laughs) that just keeps going and evolving but um um but we don't need to take on each other's trauma you know what i mean like we can be there for each other we can be light warriors or lighthouses for other people and not take on their trauma and not take on their energy and be so empathetic that it's dragging us down and and sucking the energy out of everybody. We can be strong, we can be light, we can be there for other people without taking on the traumas of the collective world or the collective humanity. The more work we do on ourselves individually the, the more heightened the collective amplification or the frequency can be, the vibration of healing across the earth can be. And that's why Yogi Bhajan, you know, a lot of different teachers have said, peace begins with me. Peace begins with me. When I start with myself, the world around me can also benefit from that. The people in my family can benefit from that. The people that I choose to help can benefit from that. Instead of me getting bogged down and stuck in their trauma and crying with them or feeling bad for them, I can choose to be strong and support them from a place of heightened vibration. And that's the difference between getting bogged down in the collective versus elevating, helping to to elevate humanity and trusting. That's part of that last that last prayer that I just read is about trusting. It's about trusting that the universe has this plan for all of us and that when we can trust and when we can let go of our fears that you know the unknown is so scary and that we're just we're gonna get lost you know it's there's so many things going on in the world right now that it is scary I'm not saying it's not but uh 
the more we can trust that there's this higher power and a bigger picture, the more faith that we can connect to right now is the most important time right now to strengthen your faith in something, in something. will allow you and me to not be so scared, right? And that, isn't that what it's about? I mean, it, elevating spiritually or this, this, this conscious elevation is about trusting and opening to this higher energy to, to guide us, to lead us, to speak to us in ways that we can understand. And when we can increase our trust and our faith, then we can ultimately surrender and have more acceptance for what is going on and trust in the unknown. So with this prayer, and a voice spoke in the twilight, for I will carry you across the wide river of life and see you safely to the other side. Be unafraid and joyous. On this shared journey, you will see miracles. You will know sadness. The heart of your heart will be glad. And at times, you will suffer. But there won't be a single moment when you will stray from the path. If you could only believe that right now, this moment is part of the journey. Perhaps you'd see the futility of worry or despair. I will carry you, no matter if you find the way easy and safe or rife with danger and impossibility. I will keep you in the presence of God and in the light of truth. This is my covenant with you. I speak soul to soul, and I say only what is true. So the question is, can we trust that voice that speaks to us in the night when we're on our knees, praying in despair? with nothing to lose and everything to lose. When we have nowhere else to turn except to surrender to fate or to the higher power. The question is, can we trust? Can we learn to trust? Can we learn to surrender and have faith? Are we willing? Because that is the most important important question that you will ever ask yourself. And so I invite you to open your heart a little bit more this season. Lean in to God more. Lean into the higher energy, whatever you call it, whatever you believe in. Lean in more. Take one step closer 
and truly stay curious about what that feels like for yourself. I know that I am. Thank you so much for being here once again. It's always such a pleasure transmuting or channeling these glorious messages. And uh, today is Friday. So let's see how it goes. Maybe I'll be back next Friday. I'm still trying to figure out what day works best for me to do this season. But I believe Friday will be a good day because I don't really have anything else planned on Fridays, Friday evenings. So, and I love doing this on Friday evenings. So I'll probably be back Fridays. Um, thanks again for tuning in. If you have any um, suggestions or feedback, I always like to hear from you guys. And um, please share, share this podcast. So, um, you know, I always like to get the word out of, of these messages with, with more people. I love you all. Have a wonderful week. And I will talk to you soon. Namaste. Namaste.